Welcome to episode 16 of the Lazy Gringo Podcast. I'm Christian. And I'm Alex. Cheers, brother. Cheers, my dog. Just like the good old days, we're starting with shots. Delicioso. Shout out to our bo- to our boy Deaton for that uh, for Bottle that whiskey. That old Dominic Memphis Distillery. What is it? It's hot toddy. Yeah, it's like a hot toddy whiskey thing. Yeah, I can dig it. All right, so let's just get right on into it, AK. Yes, um, sir. Dude, we are kind of celebrating tonight. We are. We are celebrating tonight. We have done something huge for lazy gringo yeah yep so yeah we've been talking about it how the next big step for lazy gringo has everything to do with scaling and growing the brand and essentially upping the amount of products we ship up from bolivia to the united states to ultimately lower our cost exactly and uh those the pieces of that puzzle have started moving and started falling into place and as of today we officially sent out our first really large chunk of change. Am I correct in saying that this is our first multi-thousand dollar order since you started the company way back before I even joined it? That is correct. That is correct. So we've been mostly operating in kind of like small shipments. Yeah. And now this is the next big step to start scaling up. So cheers to that. So cheers, man. That's super exciting. To the future of small business growing to a slightly larger business. Cheers to that, man. Cheers to that. Yeah, we just sent that cash not ten minutes ago. So like really right before we started the pod. Yep. Exciting stuff. What else do we have going on, Chris? Uh so we uh we scoured the country we searched high and low um and ultimately uh we decided to go with our friend's girlfriend uh, who is gonna help us do a photo shoot yep i'm super pumped megan is a beautiful beautiful girl parker has helped us in the past he is the model that we did for all of our sweatshirts that's right uh and so we're gonna kind of keep it so megan is parker's girlfriend megan is parker's girlfriend and we're gonna keep it in the lazy gringo family and uh yeah so we're gonna take some photos uh miss megan uh and we're gonna essentially create a little bit of a pamphlet uh for some additional marketing material for lazy gringo and to just kind of show a little bit more about what we have to offer online, what we can offer to potentially storefronts and things like that, just to kind of add more to the brand and a little bit more uh, overall. Yeah, and and we have a vision. We want we want her to model multiple things, multiple beanies, hats, sweatshirt, pullover, multiple different pairs of Pretty pants. Pretty much everything we have to offer, we want to try and fit into this little pamphlet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to really show the diversity of what we have. Despite not having a huge inventory, we do have a very diverse inventory. Correct. So, um, but however, after tonight, that little inventory is gonna get a lot bigger. God, I'm just so fucking excited about that. Me too, brother. Uh, Me too. Man, that that is just awesome. Uh, but other than that, we do have some new pants coming on the website soon. Sorry, I've been fucking around this week and haven't, you know, really been on my game. Hey, it's all good, brother. It takes uh, two to tango. It's like we got all the stuff we need 
to get them on the site. We That's just right. haven't done the physical, like the putting final step. That's the, right. the final step, the exactly. Final step, and you guys will all know when once those pants hit the website, a whole bunch of new pairs, uh, bright different colors, and a whole bunch of colors we've never seen before. Although we both did fuck up on one thing. How so? We left like seven, eight pairs of pants that. That's you and right. I just both completely forgot about. Yeah, so I mean, lucky us, we found seven, eight pairs of pants. Yeah, lucky that us, we found more even on the website, so we didn't have, didn't even have, you know, these these might as well have been shipped up from Bolivia as well. Yeah, we didn't even know we had them. <laughs> <laughs> also, soon that to hit the website. That sounds so bad to be like we didn't know we had them. We knew we had them. They were just, they were at the pop-up, sh they weren't on the website initially. We mm. sent them to the pop-up shop because right. that was an easy send because yep. we didn't have to do any work to send mm. those to the pop-up shop. Um, and we got them back because unfortunately they didn't sell. Mm -hmm. um, these ones didn't sell. These ones didn't sell. But I think, you know, the pop-up shop, that was a very limited audience. The World Wide Web, that's a much bigger audience. This is true. And so, we sold hella, hella beanies at the pop-up. The beanies we, were the hot commodity. We did. We got good exposure at the pop-up, which is ultimately what... we sold a decent amount of stuff, too. What it was all about. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, so we do have a little bit more work to do. But 29 new pairs of pants will be on the website soon, and then... Eight more to follow. Eight more to follow. <laughs> uh, but oh, but that's thirty-six new pairs of pants on the website. Each one is totally unique. 36, so 37. 36, 37, 37. New pairs of pants on the website. So each pair is unique. So you know, if you see one that you really want, snag it ASAP because some other gringo is gonna get it before you, and you're gonna be like, darn. That one spoke to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying, man. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, I know what you are saying. Uh, do you know that South Park episode? Where, I do. Where Butters is the pimp? Yep, I do know that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a huge connoisseur of South Park, but I've watched a few episodes in my day. Obviously, they're a very political show, mm -hmm. but some of the jokes they make are like so specific to Colorado and Denver <laughs> uh -huh. and they're just so spot on that like I'm not even a native and I caught on to a lot of it. I can only imagine what like people who grew up in the shit the have that much more appreciation for exactly. all these yeah. little, little jokes. The little shit, yeah. Like the episode where uh, Cartman goes to Casa Bonita. Uh -huh. like I, lived, I didn't even know that was a real place until you told me about it. I this. lived down the... We lived down the street from Casa Bonita. Yeah. And, it ha and Cartman makes the joke, like, you don't go to Casa Bonita for the food, you go for the experience. You guys, you guys, I have awesome news. You have AIDS? No. This Saturday for my birthday, my mom says she's taking me to Casa Bonita in Denver, and I get to invite three friends. Wow, Casa Bonita! Woo-hoo! What's Casa Bonita? It's like the Disneyland of Mexican restaurants. This Saturday, awesome! Casa Bonita, Casa Bonita. Food and fun and a festive atmosphere. Casa Bonita. Who said I'm inviting you? And, and they actually have somebody like diving from a waterfall. They have cliff drive they have cliff oh, divers and that everything. That is crazy. It's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Amazing. What else have you have you been watching stuff lately? What of course you have. What have you been watching? Of course I have. Uh I finished my, uh, to follow up from episode 15, I finished my uh, Sleepy Time rewatch of Community. Okay. Um, How well, many seasons are there? Six seasons. So you, you finished 
all the way through? All the way through. Uh, as best I can, you know, like the yeah, you were kinda of skipping around. I skipping you. around, going back, rewatching. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I rewatched all of season four probably like t- two or three times because like most of my favorite episodes are in season four. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, love community. It's a probably like on my like top five TV shows. It's like six or seven. Like, nice, it's just outside of it. Okay, I feel that. I feel um, that. Anything else you've been watching? You've been playing a lot of uh, Assassin's Creed. St- still been saving the people of Greece from the from the evil cult of Cosmos and Very Assassin's nice. Creed Odyssey. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm back at work now, so I don't have just infinite amount of time. That's to right. Fuck yeah. around. Chris just went back to work starting tonight officially. Tonight officially, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Shout out to the city of Memphis for upping up those uh, restrictions. Restrictions, yeah. That's right. We're living in this COVID world. I'm glad. I'm glad you're back to it, brother. Dude, me too, brother. Uh, but how about but how about you? Uh, what, what have I been watching? You know what I've been watching lately? I've actually been watching. Um, you rewatched Austin Powers the other day. Oh, I did. I, oh man, <laughs> Austin Powers. Uh, my favorite one personally. I watched uh, Gold Member, the third one. That's my favorite. I, I was cracking up. I it, me too. I I played it. and I immediately just started laughing. I was just like, oh my god, I forgot how hilarious this this movie is but Austin Powers timeless classic yeah timeless well, classic on another episode we'll do a rewatch of the Austin Powers um, I think that's an excellent idea. I, I think we're gonna start doing a little bit of uh, I pick one Alex picks one yeah. the listeners pick one mm-hmm. yeah um, we've been getting a few uh, a few requests requests yeah. yeah we'll probably start digging into those starting next week I'm but, thinking but yeah. I- I've also been watching Criminal Minds, funny enough. Have you ever watched that show? I'm not big in the whole Law and Order, Criminal Minds, all that shit. That's that's not my genre. Um, yeah, my, my baby Tay-Tay, my girlfriend Taylor, she loves that show. So, you know, I, I haven't really... For the longest time, I've been kind of like, oh, you're watching Criminal Minds, okay. Yeah. But lately, I've been like, all right... I'm going to go ahead and, you know, I'll watch one too. And I'm kind of digging it. I kind of like the... It's it's a little cheesy. Yeah. Oh, God. But yeah. it's a lot less cheesy than, like, Bones. Have you ever seen Bones? I, again... It's just another the, one. It's another yeah, one. But, it's all the same but shit. But I kind of like this one a little bit better. It's, like, it's a little more believable. And to me, it's just kind of like, okay, there's this team of, like, FBI murder mystery solvers and they're just like a really good team you know they just work so well together and you you just want to root for them you know that's how i feel about it i guess after watching like two or three episodes it's just so dark man like when i like i don't know because i usually watch most of my tv um when i'm laying in bed Mm -hmm. and I guess when I'm like laying in bed, I don't want to be talking about like murder, murder, and other like tragic crimes mm-hmm. going on in the world. I want to watch something lighthearted and stupid, you know like what? I, Community I or Parks and Rec, I or feel that. you know, Parks and Rec, great show. Love Parks and Rec. Love Parks and Rec. Um, but 
But today's episode is about Lord Lord of the the Rings. Rings. Oh, God, I fucking love Lord of the Rings. Same. Um, And because we both like them, we're obviously going to give a Bubba rating for each one, but we're ultimately going to rank them. Which is going to be the best of best worlds. Yeah, which is going to be the best of best worlds, because, like, I feel like our ratings are ultimately, like, 97, 98, and 99. 99, For sure. Like, kind of depends on how we have them ordered, Mm -hmm. you know? Because they're all just fucking damn near perfect movies. They're so great. So with that, do we just get on into it? I guess so. I've pretty much already said the rankings. It's just the order yeah. that matters at this point. This is true. All right. So would you like to? Would you like to go first? Chris? So I'll I'll start and with your third. This favorite. is my like third. This is my least favorite of the trilogy, but with an overall Bubba rating of ninety-seven out of a hundred. So uh-huh. it's still. Probably one of my favorite movies of all time, but I'm actually gonna go with Return of the King. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final one of the trilogy is my least favorite. It won the most Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, it swept. It won every award it was nominated for. Uh-huh. It's just a little too long, and of course I'm talking Def- definitely long. And of course I'm talking about the extended editions with all of the scenes built in. Uh-huh. You know that like. The theatrical release is a three and a half hour movie. When you include the director's cut, it's four and a half hours. It, it's almost a five hour movie. I'm sorry, there are a lot of movies that I love, 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 but you have to commit to watching Lord of the Rings. For it's, sure. it's a fucking like, all right, this weekend I'm re-watching Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. That's my entire weekend plan. And so, Return of the King, just with how long it is, it's ultimately the least rewatchable of all of them. I feel you. Thus, it gets my least favorite rating. Word, word. I know yours is different. Yeah, I, I already I, know you. I know yours is different. This is gonna be funny. Ours is gonna be opposite. You think our list is gonna be completely flipped? Yeah, my least favorite out of the trilogy is the Two Towers, which is gonna be number two. Number. The second one of the trilogy the is your least favorite. Of the trilogy is my least favorite. Okay. That's correct. Now, my Bubba rating is going to be a 97 <laughs> for this awesome movie. Now, I know that we're going to talk about this. The Battle of Helm's Deep is just like the most like memorable and awesome war battle scene ever. And it's just so cool with like the orcs and the Urukai and the rain. I don't know. I think there's just something about... I mean, I mean, I, I can't really think of anything negative. I just have such a special place in my heart for the other two that they just trump this one ever so slightly. Yeah, again, you kind of just... I, there's nothing negative. I guess I can spo- go ahead and spoil my ranking because it's only three. So whatever I pick is number two, obviously... There's my number one. So the Two Towers is my favorite of the trilogy. Right. It's a 99 out of 100 for me. Battle of Helm's Deep is what does it. Aragorn is my favorite character. <clears throat> Same. That's, Aragorn is also my favorite character. That's the movie he kind of comes into his own. You know? Uh, in the first, in the Fellowship, he's just kind of that badass old ranger. Yeah. And the second one, he's kind of... I would almost describe him as like a knight at that point, uh-huh. you know, but people start to realize, 
and especially the king of Rohan knows who he is immediately. Right. Um, and is King Theoden, like right? In, it's Theoden, intimidated. Yeah. He's um, like intimidated by Aragorn in a way. He's completely intimidated by Aragorn, and Aragorn doesn't even want to be. He doesn't even want to be king. Want to be king? He just wants to lead his his people to the best of his ability. You know what I mean? But even then, his people at that time is Legolas, Gimli, and then Gandalf. Once they you know rediscover Gandalf in the forest, mm-hmm. his people is small. And then he kind of takes in the people of Rohan. And it isn't until the third movie that Aragorn's really like, okay, my job is to like take care of man as right. a whole. The Two Towers is kind of where he comes into his own. And yeah, I do love that arc in the movie so don't say too much so so your number two with is fellowship is the fellowship of the ring yes now so, that is also my number two so let we're both rate that uh 98 yeah 98 and let's talk let's discuss it okay why do uh, we love it so much so the intro yeah i agree the it being in the shire well well it doesn't start in the shire that's not the true intro which intro are you talking about? The narration. Oh, you're talking about like the history of when they show the history of Middle Earth and how the rings were born, and you know they show the war and uh, Sauron just yeah, you know just plowing through people, um, and then then. After all that chaos and like you were literally just hurled right into it, then you start off with the up. lone hobbit in the Shire reading a book. Reading a book. He sits in the flowery grass. And then, unfortunately, and I was thinking about this earlier while I was at work, and I knew we were going to talk about this. I use the phrase the the opening, like the the first true line spoken in the movie. Is Frodo running up to Gandalf? You're late. You're late. A wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. <laughs> It's wonderful to see you, Gandalf. <laughs> I use that quote all too often on Twitter during sex. Um, it's <laughs> uh, a great quote. I, I always arrive precisely when I mean to, especially in sex. <laughs> Uh, did you like that joke? I've, I've been been writing that one all day. You been thinking about that one? Yeah, I was thinking about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love the first one because, I don't know, there's just something about the Shire that really makes my heart warm. Well, so I've been to the Shire. I haven't. You lucky son of a bitch. I've been to the Shire in New Zealand. It is gorgeous. It's everything you want it to be. Luckily, I had been there before the Hobbit movies came out and really fucking ruined it. Uh, um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's it's. Like, I love the Fellowship. I uh, hobbits as like, like there's just something so magical about Gandalf and how he views hobbits. The the whole the whole birthday scene is great. Yeah, with 
with the fireworks and uh, Gandalf telling the story of the Hobbit. Or no, it was Bilbo telling the story right. of the Hobbit to the kids. Right. Um, and Gandalf was shooting off the fireworks, and he catches Merry and Pippin, and that's your first introduction to them, uh-huh. and kind of their whole hijinks. Actually kind of leads me to prepare for this podcast today. I actually listened to uh, Sean O'Connell's podcast, because he had an episode with Sean Astin talking about Lord of the Rings. Sean Astin is which one? Sam. Sam? Sam. That's fucking awesome. How are you going to go grab a beer and not go grab a Your, new one? Yours isn't done yet. This one, I brought this one for you, actually. And I'm about to go get another one for myself. See? You're welcome. <laughs> Alex really just got up in the middle of the podcast and grabbed himself a beer, but not me. Not, that is not true. I sent it. That's your beer. You just look thirsty, so I thought I'd get up and get you another one, but I guess if I, sh- I should probably get one for myself, too. Probably. Anyways. Anyways. I listened to Sean O'Connell's podcast, and Sean O'Connell was featured on episode 14 right. of our podcast. Mm-hmm. He is the author of Release the Snyder Cut book. He also has his own podcast called Real Blend. But he had Sean Astin, who is Samwise Gamgee in Lord of the Rings, on his pod to talk about Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So that's how I prepared for it today. Nice. I want to listen to that. I should have listened to that. I will, I, will, uh, I will send you the link. Mm-hmm. But one cool fun fact is this might be my favorite overall scene in all of Lord of the Rings, minus Helm's Deep, which is like 12 scenes, so you mm-hmm. can't really count that. But it's the scene in Fellowship where Frodo's like, get off the road. That was the very first thing that Sam or Sean Astin ever filmed on the set of Lord of the Rings. Cool. And I learned that through Sean O'Connell's podcast. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So. Have you ever read the books? I have read through all of the books. When I read them, I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, I read it. But I didn't really read it. I've read... Because uh, they are kind of tough to understand. I mean, I there is literally five pages about trees in The Fellowship of correct. the Rings. Correct. So, yeah, if you're reading Lord of the Rings, there's a lot of, like... There, there might be, like, a, a, a riddle or a poem or, like, a song that's, like, ten pages long. It, it, it's kind of... It, it's not the easiest those, read, but they are good books. They are great books. And, like, I remember reading the... Anything that had to do with the ring wraiths was like always very intense and like you're glued to Edgy, the book. Edge your like, seat oh in God. the book. And like yeah. you're kind of scared. Like, you know what I mean? So I remember reading those bits in the book, but. And they did a great job of the ring race are terrifying. Oh in the yeah. Movie. Yeah. They did an excellent job with those guys. Yeah. So again, our rankings of these movies are our third, our least favorite, which for me is Return of the King. Mm-hmm. For Alex is The Two Towers. It's a 97 out right. of 100. Our, our second which is least favorite, our second most favorite of the trilogy is both The Fellowship of the Ring, which, which we're 90, ranking a 98. 98. That's right. That's right. But my favorite mm-hmm. is The Two Towers, which I've already ranted about why my favorite is The Two Towers. Uh-huh. So, Alex, yours is Return of the King. That's correct. Why is Return of the King your favorite? I love Return of the King just because it is such an in-depth 
and like emotional roller coaster. Now, the biggest reason why I would have to say that this is my number one is I don't think I've ever cried so much to any movie in my life, which is kind of funny to admit, but I, w I remember watching this movie with my older brother and my dad in theaters, and I was maybe 12 years old, something like that, and leaving the theater because at the end of Return of the King, when Frodo goes off and like leaves, leaves yeah. like out of nowhere, like a boat, I just remember being so heartbroken and being like, oh my God, you're gonna leave Sam? And I, I literally like bawled for like hours. I remember I, remember I couldn't, like I left the, the theater with my, my, my dad and my older brother <laughs> and it, did, it didn't hit yet. I was like holding it back and then it finally fucking hit and then I cried for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit, I'm totally a crier in movies. Yeah. Uh, I cried in Soul. Mm. Fuck, I cried in Community when uh, Troy had to say goodbye to Abed. And any community fans will know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I got, I definitely got emotional um, at Return of the King. I definitely remember crying. It's just, there are so many endings. Uh -huh. a, a big part of any ranking that I do is how rewatchable is the movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And with Return of the King, it pretty much ends for me when you get Aragorn, on, Aragorn the, on the top of the going to all the hobbits saying you bow to no one my friends you bow to no one And if you and then everybody bows, and then that. everyone bows. That's the true ending. Ooh. Like yeah. that is the true ending. And then they have to give each Hobbit their kind of own individual send off. Uh huh. And I'm so glad though. It's just so much closure. There's such thing as too much closure. Uh -huh. A. Uh -huh. Um and B. I pretty much turn Return of the King off as soon as I hit that. Uh -huh. Because again, you have to commit a whole weekend to rewatching the extended versions of Lord of the Rings, mm -hmm. which is ultimately like 15 hours of movie. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, not 15, probably like 12 hours of movie. By the time I'm at that, at like hour 14 and a half, and know I have 30 minutes left of fucking endings, mm -hmm. I'm over it. <laughs> Fun fact I watched me and my friend Nick Taylor watched we did a trilogy during uh like the first first weeks of like covid shutdown we were like you know you couldn't do anything you had to be in the house me and him watched all three of them in one day first what, time first time i've ever done that i think it was pretty intense actually i remember being like this is actually harder than i thought it was gonna be oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like i've gotta stay awake you know <laughs> um that was when i rewatched the whole trilogy last was when we had the first uh, the first shutdown. It's just great. Like 
It, it, they really are. They're all great. They're I awesome. mean, so great, dude. If I could rank all of them 99, I would, mm-hmm. but I have to rank them for this pod. Yeah. 97, 98, 99. Honorable mention that I would like to talk about still in regards to Lord of the Rings that we haven't mentioned is Gollum's whole deal. I, I, I love the whole like bicameral mind sort of situation. And uh, it's bothering me that I can't remember the actor's name, but he pretty much revolutionized that whole like technology, yeah. which is now used in every superhero movie today. Gollum was like literally the first. Hey, let's put this guy completely in green, green suit and green suit all and over the place, and kind of get his face and everything. It's mm-hmm. really bothering me that I can't remember the actor's name because mm-hmm. he's he's great and uh, he's gone on to do. He he's not just a, a motion grab person anymore. He's actually directed and acted and cool. He he's so much more than just a, a screen a motion. Motion, motion cat person. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and yeah, forgive me, I can't remember his name. But yeah, man, I I love these movies. I don't really have much else to say about them. I mean, how do you critique a movie that's ninety seven, ninety eight, and ninety nine? Other than the endings are a little bit too much. Right. Um, My dad's not a big fan of the whole all the trees in the second one. But it's in the book, and they were so true to and the I book. I liked them, like personally. I'm a fan of the Ents, but my dad was like, "No, nah, I don't like that." And I was like, "Okay, maybe that's a little so he can get, so he can get I don't d- like the second one so he can get much. down with dwarves, hobbits, elves, orcs, urukai, uh-huh. men, wizards. Can't get down with the talking tree. Guess not. I'm out. I can't believe that these movies were made so long ago. Like, I watched them the other day. It's because the physical effects. It's right. it, it's physical effects versus complete CGI. Yeah. And it just makes all the difference. Yeah. Not to mention, I don't think Peter Jackson's heart was in... I don't think he wanted to make The Hobbit a That's trilogy. Good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that another time. On another day. On another day. But... Uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. The, my, my favorite movies of all time really yeah like all three of them yeah Ooh, those are my favorite movies the, uh, <clears throat> again another pod another day mm-hmm. our favorite movies of all time that's right uh alex do you have anything else i don't think so brother man good pod good pod keep on watching lord of the rings and keep on staying lazy Cheers. Cheers, brother. I love sharing this bed with you. Waking up in the afternoon. Nothing we gotta do. Another little summer honeymoon. We can go grab some food. Kick it out back by the pool. Stay here and get comfortable.
a sugar high from the smoothie It's like we're in the movies Truth thing And you say All day Choreographing Like a ballet You got me right back so But I don't scare It seems like every day Is another little summer Thank you.